Hello and welcome again to Money Tips Daily. This is Money Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save and make more money. Okay, in the last few days we've talked about uh, a number of issues surrounding money, um, you know, how to, to handle your money, how to avoid, uh, if you like, being broke all your life by borrowing to uh, buy consumer things like TVs, vacuum cleaners and, and God knows what else. Uh, today I want to talk about invention really um, and this idea that you, you need to be innovative to, to make money. Well, to a certain extent that is true. You do need some innovation but you certainly don't need to invent things or as, they, as we say reinvent the wheel. Um, many ideas have come about that, that have made money have, have, have not come from the original person who in, come up with the idea or invented the idea. It's come from somebody who has improved the idea. Um, you know, a lot of people think Edison invented the light bulb, but there were several types of light bulbs invented before Edison got hold of the idea and then made it his business to say, right, I'm going to spend the next year or so finding how this works and putting all his um, company's muscle behind it to to make sure that he he come up with and uh, you know the story goes that he tried ten thousand times to uh, perfect the incandescent light bulb and you know there's stories of various employees saying that they actually come up with the idea and he took it from them but nevertheless he he was maybe third in the li- in line of of people that had invented uh one there were two british inventors that come up with an idea but it didn't the light bulbs didn't last very long so he came up with this idea of um you know just just finding the solution he knew what he wanted to do and he found the solution and then he set up his own electric company to to then light the streets of of America and of course they they were at that time lit by gas gas lights and uh you know they they eventually went out of business and Edison took over but Edison actually did invent you know hundreds of things uh, among them the electric chair which we don't want to talk about but apparently he tested the electric chair on dogs but oh, well we won't mention that will we so what i'm saying is you don't need to come up with the original idea to to make a fortune um uh, th- there's actually a, a bbc um in the business section of the bbc there's a feature called million dollar idea and there's, there's a funny guy who comes on he talks about um you know how ideas come about you know one that one of them was about lipstick for instance lipsticks have been around since the ancient egyptians but it was a Frenchman in the in the early part of the last century that came up with uh, modern day lipstick that we know, and that's you know eight billion dollar um, you know, industry now. And so he talks about you know, so many different ideas, but often, more often than not, it was not the person um, that invented it that made the most money out of it. That, I mean, Coca-Cola was another example. Coca-Cola was invented by a chemist. It was bought by somebody else, Asa Candle, I think his name was. And he saw the potential of this drink and went on to, uh, you know, obviously build the company and and make an absolute fortune from it. Um, You know, we look today at, uh, you know, what what, what would you consider to be a leading vacuum cleaner? Well, I'd I'd say most people would say the Dyson. Uh, Dyson has made it into something... Uh, you know, ex- sexy if you like. You know, the, these 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 types of action which cost probably four or five, maybe even ten times as much as a, a, just a cheap one that you could buy in in Tesco's or in Argos. And I was talking about this yesterday that people borrow money to buy vacuum cleaners, which seems crazy to me. But 
you know, the, these Dyson, he's, he's created a brand that we don't even call it a vacuum cleaner. We call it a Dyson. I've got a Dyson. And so he's taken an old idea, <clears throat> made it something uh, special. I mean, and he, he, he went for years doing this. He risked everything to, to come up with this method of um, collecting dust without using these old bags that you used to have. You know, you empty these bags into a bin and they were blowing dust in your face and all that sort of thing. Um, but I, I doubt if he was the first one. There were other types of vacuum cleaners that used different systems. Some used water. That The rainbow machine used water to collect the dust and then you throw the water down the drain or the loo. Um, so he, he came up with something different and, and also cheaper. Uh, the rainbows used to sell for £1,500 or something. That was years ago. And they were big, heavy, chunky things with lots of different attachments. So, um, again, he, he is just improved on an old very very old idea really and obviously made a fortune from that and he's cornered the market in you know luxury high-end vacuum cleaners which we now call the Dyson don't forget Hoover we used to call it the Hoover Hoover was a make it wasn't the actual product it was the make we call it a Hoover um, so uh, when you think about it he is now you know become the brand leader certainly in this country and it's actually called the Dyson and even his uh, Dyson hand dryers that you see in Lewis, I've seen them in America. So it's amazing what you can do. And, and he didn't invent that either, but he invented this sort of jet-powered hand thing that you know dries your hand in, in seconds. So he, he's a prime example of someone who's been able to improve on a product. You know, Richard Branson was another one. He, he improved on, you know, at the time he went into airlines, they said it was a crazy idea. You'll lose all your money. You know, he sold... I think all his uh, his record business at EMI for five hundred million, and you know went into airlines, which you know weren't doing that well at the time, but he 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 come up with something different on the airlines, and he 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 sort of promoted this sexy airline with the red suits and you know something different, entertainment on board, a bar on board, and that sort of thing. He made it different. He made Virgin, um, you know, popular by making it um, trendy, cool, sexy to, to, to fly with Virgin. So you, you can take any old idea and, and turn it into something like... Now, you know, any, any type of business now, you, you, most businesses now have been done before. Uh, one of the largest businesses around at the moment, and there's no reason why you can't get in on this, is, is the gaming industry. Um, it's, it's, I think, something like two and a half billion people uh, take part in online videos or or some sort of online or video game and it's worth 110 billion dollars more than the Hollywood film industry and, and you notice how films are now made with a video game in mind and it, it's it's a huge business and in San Francisco there are whole companies built around the gaming industry to, to provide advertising to provide services to the gaming industry and many people uh, are professional gamers you know they make hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, being a professional gaming person. I don't know what games they play. I mean, it's, to, to me, it's not something that particularly interests me, but it's obviously a massive industry. And again, the people, that, that sort of developed from the early 70s when they um, originally came out of um, the, the MIT in America, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, who they invented a, a sort of a space-type game. And then some guy invented... That, that tennis game with the two paddles and you'd click this back and forward and Atari took that 
to the market with with these sort of machines that you saw in arcades and pubs and made a fortune from that but since then it's it's you know you've got companies like nintendo and, and that sort of thing that's that's taken it a step further you know xboxes you know when they sell xboxes and these gaming boxes you know they they make they sell millions of them so it's a, it's a huge industry so if you what i'm saying is if you want to start a business so, you know and and you don't want to spend years being this inventor trying to invent you know the wind up clock radio or whatever it is uh, just just take an idea and and adapt it improve it do do something better with it uh, like um james dyson did with the dyson make it you know improve on it and and again it, it could be something in property i mean property for instance um you know we've had property lets and hmos around for years but people have taken that to a new level now with um uh you know with serviced accommodation you know the rise of airbnb i mean airbnb doesn't even own properties it just provides the platform for serviced accommodation now, what a great idea what a great like uber they don't own taxi firms they just they they are the the platform they don't own taxis i mean they 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 are the platform to 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 give you an easier way of you of getting a taxi where you have less friction involved you don't have to uh, come up with the cash you don't have to get the taxi driver to drive you to a cash machine a hole in the wall um, you don't have to stand around in the cold street waving at taxis that don't want to stop for you so they've taken the friction out of doing business in that way and, uh, and that's that's all sometimes you have to do is just make it easier to uh, to do business in a way um, you know Vistaprint is another example uh, people used to always order cards from these shops in the high street and they're still around of course and you'd spend time looking at designs and oh, it would take days and days now you go to Vistaprint and just make up you know you look at templates you stick your address in there you order the cards they come a few days later uh, and it's very good and, and they've got all sorts of upsells you know, you get a basic card for, say, £15, and they say, well, would you like 250 cards instead of 100? It's only another £5. So, well, OK, I'll do that. And they say, would you want a gloss finish, a special metallic finish? Yeah, I'll do that. It's another couple of pounds. And, and, and these upsells go on and on. What would you like on the back of your card? Um, that's a bit extra. Do you want full colour? Do you want, um, you know, then they, at the end of it, they'll have other products that you can order with your logo on it. Like, you, you can order... Um, you know, a baseball cap or a card holder or um, even a notebook with your, your mugshot on it. So they're, they're great at upsell. And even when you've done the order, at the end of it, you know, they say, thank you, your order's been processed. One, one more thing. If you uh, order another 250 cards, we'll give you a free matte gloss luxury finish. You know, so they're still at it even after after you've ordered it. They're still trying to upsell you, and it, but it's a fun thing. It's not an aggressive upsell. Uh, people like this. You know, they like to be suggested. You know how you can improve your life, and they say, well, would you, people who bought this also bought that, like in Amazon. People who bought this also bought that. So anyway, you don't have to be the one that invents things. Uh, I've mentioned Amazon just there. Um, there were lots of booksellers around uh, before Amazon. There were lots of record shops around before. Uh, iTunes and um, you know other online platforms and iTunes were not the first online platform for digital downloads but uh, Steve Jobs genius was sort of organizing that market I guess um, you know same thing he did with the phone when you think about the phone which 
you know, we don't call a mobile, we call it an iPhone, you know, it's, it's a brand in itself, you know, when when you had these old phones, they were virtually given away by the companies, right? the Nokias, um, and then, you know, this guy comes along, invents this iPhone, which Steve Jobs, to be fair, probably didn't invent himself, he's taken ideas from other people, uh, as other companies, um, you know, the, the Windows concept, the the mouse, and that's some of these were invented by companies like Xerox, you know, so, he again is a master of taking taking existing technology and packaging it up into something that, you know, that can be sold to the market. The same with the iPhone, you know, when it's it's taken over now, hasn't it? You know, the the days when Nokia was the leading mobile phone company are gone, aren't they? <clears throat> they, they virtually, I think, they got taken over, almost sort of rescued from uh, extinction. So Steve Jobs is. Uh, or, or Apple have, have taken this phone and and it's and it's become you know they're not competing on price with other companies with other phones are they they can sell it you know for five hundred pounds people are queuing up five six hundred pounds to buy a phone when they could get a free phone uh, from their mobile provider uh, just for signing up a, a contract for for calls that you needed anyway so uh, it's amazing how they, they've taken something that's been around for a while improved it yes they improved it it's it's a great phone uh, i'm i use them i mean it's a great phone it's a great concept of integrating text with you know email with all all your apps and and, and i mean apps has become a, an industry in itself hasn't it I mean, apple are making more money from apps now i think than than most of their other products so anyway that that's i, I think you can take an idea and I just get it back to property because property is one of the things i i'm involved with um this this service industry has become uh, service accommodation has become a whole new industry and it, and it's it's working out really well and uh, again um, you know companies have now improved on that because they've you know whereas with say Airbnb if you wanted to take in Airbnb clients as I've done in the past you had to do it yourself you know agents wouldn't manage that 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 process for you so it it, it meant you got a higher rent but it was it was very time consuming dealing with you know, like a mini hotel, if you like. But now there are companies that have stepped into that breach and, and some of these companies now manage, you know, two, three thousand pound, thousand properties in in cities like London for clients who um, want serviced accommodation types of rents and want hassle-free. So they'll take it over for them. They get the clients from Airbnb, so Airbnb get their cut and, and they charge a management fee uh, for providing those services and you know if, if you look around big cities like London you can see lots of people arriving in in, a, in an area wheeling their bags up to an apartment block um, in fact it's become so successful now that some countries have had to restrict Airbnb like Paris and I think London are looking at that as well or they've, they've brought in some restrictions because it's become so popular it's, it's actually hitting the hotel market so the, these improvement on ideas you know, mention a few, mention Airbnb, mention Uber and, and so on, can actually become what you'd call disruptive industries that disrupt the norm. Uh, yes, they're disrupting things, but people like these things because it, it, it becomes easier to, um, to, to, to transact business. It's, it's very easy to use an Uber. It's very easy to use Airbnb. You want to go to a city, you don't want to pay high hotel prices, you go onto Airbnb, you can find an apartment in any place in the world now. Not just apartments, but houseboats, tree houses, everything. It, it's just amazing. Same thing with um, Booking.com, which is another 
very useful app. Um, again, I think some of these online booking services are bigger than the hotel groups. You know, you go on booking.com. Uh, I used it the other day. I was driving in the north of England um, on my way to Newcastle. Got the booking.com app out and I got a very good deal on uh, a last minute deal on a four star hotel right in the middle of the city, right next to the River Tyne, overlooking the river. You know, you couldn't have asked for a better deal, all for about, uh, I think, about 80 quid, um, which was amazing. It was actually cheaper than a Premier Inn. Uh, so I like Booking.com uh, because it's convenient. They, they've got my details. When I go in there, I don't have to put my details in all, all over and over again, which, which I have had to do for companies like Travelodge and Premier Inn. I often had to re-input my, re my details. With, with Booking.com, it's always there. I can go back and look at all of my trips on, on the app. Um, I've got the, the invoice there if it's a business trip and I'm claiming it. So uh, everything, they just take the friction out of doing business. And, and usually when you arrive at a hotel, you, you, you don't have to fill out forms and that sort of thing, unless the hotel are really old fashioned. But usually you just arrive, they know you're there, bang, you're in. And you know, you don't have to check out and all this sort of stuff. It's all done. It's very seamless seamlessly seamless way of doing business and that's what people like it's about um taking the the friction out of of doing business making it easier for people to do business i think that's the key um improve and innovate on something that already exists but make it easier for people to use take the friction out of out of that um that's all for now um just to, to sort of round up on the on the week's financial news we've had uh, Donald Trump, haven't we, starting up possible another trade war by increasing tariffs on imported steel from the European Union. The European Union will apparently, uh, uh, they're apparently planning some countermeasures to put extra tariffs or duties on uh, American goods. And, and you'd expect the top stock market would fall by the end of the week. But actually, I looked at it uh, today and it hasn't fallen, really. It's just, um, it's, you know, it's, it's about where it was a few days ago. So... Uh, obviously, they don't expect this to escalate, but we'll have to see. But uh, that's all for now. So remember, innovate, improve, and you know, take the friction out of doing business. Now, you can look at this in your own business. Well, it doesn't have to be a new business. You can look at this in your own business. How easy is it for customers to do business with you? If it's, if it's difficult and your processes are not easy for them to use, just look at that and look at the, the, the disruptive companies and how easy they've made it to to buy things, how easy it is to use Amazon uh, and, and Airbnb and Uber and all these, these companies, um, which seem to be mostly American, don't they? The, the innovation seems to come from stateside. Uh, but, but there are some, obviously, great British companies doing similar things as well. So um, let's think about that over the weekend. Maybe you can do something to improve your business and maybe you can do something in a small way to help you uh, make more money. OK, that's all for now. Thanks for listening and any comments you have, please email them to charles at charleskelly.net. I'll be pleased to read them. Thank you very much.